Hello, everybody. Welcome back to episode two of season two of the Big Blue Podcast. Today, we got DG and Jeff. Jeff, welcome back to the show. It's been a year since, I mean, it's been since February since you've been on. How have you been, my man? I've been doing pretty good. You know, we have football right now for high school, so it's kind of hard to do these right now, but I'm looking forward to this podcast and just talking about some football. Wonderful, Jeff. We're happy to have you back. And well, I mean, this is DG's second episode, but DG will be staying with us. So I say we dive right into it. Now, let's just say we're lucky we didn't record this podcast last Thursday night because I wouldn't be so happy <laughs> or smiling. <laughs> we have uh, a quick conversation. Now, I, if you don't mind, guys, I'm going to take over for the first few minutes. Go ahead, man. It's your team. Last Thursday, the New York football giants played the Washington football team in Landover, Maryland, and it was a disaster. I mean, the Giants' offense actually put points on the board against the Washington overrated defense. Just saying. The Giants put points on the board, 29 to be exact. Daniel Jones had an amazing football game. Saquon was getting his feet back to form. He had a 40-yard run. Daniel Jones had a 60-yard touchdown called back that shouldn't have been called back. Darius Slayton had a drop that shouldn't have happened. There was an offsides penalty that shouldn't have been called. But the, the, at the end of the day, the Giants have to be less sloppy. But the refing in the NFL has to get better. I mean, the Giants game was messed up by the referees. I mean, it's but listen, the Giants lost fair and square. But the NFL refing just has to get better. I think all of us can agree on this. Can you guys attest to that? The refing has to get better. I mean, I will say um, that the refing does need to get better. But overall, I think it was actually like the 60-yard run should not have been called back. Like, right. I would agree with you there. But the offsides one, I but think. But he wasn't. Was he even like, Jeff, people were – the refs just don't want him at the wrong. He was – he jumped perfectly with the ball. He moved in sync. You move when the ball moves, and he moved when the ball did. Um, anyway, no, no, I, I'm, I don't want them to overturn the game. Giants shouldn't have got themselves in that situation, but it was all sides. Here's the thing. Now people look at the Giants, the laughing stock, the NFL, Jason Garrett is a horrific offensive coordinator. It's, it's just painful, man. This is, I'm getting reminiscent of when we started the podcast last season, Jeff, I don't know if you remember which game we started after, but it was the Ingram drop game. When we started it, so I'm I'm reminiscing over that rant. I think it was I think it was uh week three. No, it was week seven, Jeff. It was week it was later in. The oh season. my god! Whoa, damn. Yeah, it was the Ingram drop when uh, we started. So damn. Um, so the podcast has already heard this happen to me once. It 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 was not fun. Let's just say I couldn't sleep that night. I went to bed three thirty a.m. It was a disaster. But I really think people need to get a better take on Daniel Jones. He's young. He played an amazing game. Pro football focus, offensive quarterback of the week. I mean, it was just a great performance overall by him. The Giants choked. The Giants defense has looked pretty freaking shit so far. They better take a win against Atlanta this week. All right, guys. That pretty much summarizes my Giants takes. I think we should just get right into the other games. What do you all think? Or do you have anything to say about the Giants and Washington? I don't have a lot to say. Um, looking at the box score, Kenny Galladay, again, nowhere to really be found. I saw a sideline blow up. Apparently, he was screaming at Jason Garrett. He was. Who knows? He, was. he, was. he, he said he was. 
I mean, he's, he's still got eight targets, but I mean, only three catches or 38 yards isn't isn't really $72 million production right there. I'm expecting a big week from him against Atlanta this week. Just Let's saying. hope so. Yeah, man. All right. So I think we should move on to the 49ers and Eagles. How are we feeling about the Niners taking down the Philadelphia E-Girls? <laughs> you call them the E-Girls? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so I'm gonna write that down. Please do. <laughs> the All right, Eagles. So what, what do we what do we think about 49ers and the Eagles? Um, I, actually, I got an opinion on this real quick because I actually got the chance to ask. Since for football, we got to meet Jason Kelsey. Uh, he really talked about, you know, what went into the game plan, and basically, how- he said that you know he thought. It was going to be good attacking the, in the run game, um, but unfortunately, you know, it doesn't look like they actually had a good enough chance. Um, you know, he said that they threw a couple of different stuff in with the linebackers blitzing and everything from different gaps. You know, overall, he said it was pretty hard, but it was definitely worth a challenge. Well, let's just say I enjoyed the result of that game pretty pretty well. I love I love watching the Eagles lose football. Jeff, you know that, right? There's not much I like more than when the Eagles lose. Yeah, no, it's not much. Hurt, like but I'm gonna give girl. my non-biased opinion. Hurts looked really good, like really good. I mean, not as good as he did last week, but Hurts still looked good. Jimmy G is, in my opinion, probably the most underrated player in football. I think the I think one bad year people forgot who he was. And how he's a legitimate good quarterback in this league. Not even a bad year. He missed, right. I think, half of last year, if not more. I mean, look at his numbers from the, the year they went to the Super Bowl. 28 touchdowns, 10 interceptions. Maybe it was 27. I don't know. The stats were not bad. And he led a team to the Super Bowl. Like That was really- – um, oh, God, I finished that thought. No, no, no. You go, you go. It was – yeah, he threw 69%. Nice. Just about four thousand yards, and then he was at twenty-seven and thirteen on uh, TD interceptions. Yeah. Um, did so you that's guys... a, that's efficiency. I want your guys' opinion on the failed Philly special from this week. Yikes! <laughs> it, it was it was yikes. So I went to Buffalo Wild Wings to watch football this week, which, by the way, beautiful. Fun, electric, electric, especially when there is 49ers and Eagles fans in the building. And let me oh, tell you God. something: when they did the fake, when they did the Philly special, the the soul was sucked out of the room. I'm talking silence, except from the me clapping and the 49ers fans in there clapping, which was pretty. Funny. Wait, I I got a question for you. Did you wear a Giants jersey to that Buffalo Wild Wings? I didn't wear a jersey, but I wore a shirt. All right, that's fine. Because what's it called? I was going to go eat wings. I don't want to ruin my jerseys. That's kind of Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Overall, though, I thought it was a pretty good game. I mean, I'm not not an enemy of low-scoring games. And I I overall just enjoyed watching it. All right. We're going to transition to the Raiders and the Steelers. How are we feeling, guys? I think Derek Carr looks amazing so far. That deep ball to rugs. Jeff's kiss on that one. That was beautiful. Derek Carr is a beast, man. Talk about underrated quarterbacks. Derek Carr, these last few years. The disrespect. He was yeah, – he, 
three straight Pro Bowl appearances from 2015 to 17. He his stats have actually improved since those seasons, but his recognition has gone down. And this year, I think it's time for him to show why he's a, a good quarterback in this league. I see. Yeah, but go ahead, Jeff. Oh, thanks. But the thing about the Raiders, though, we got to remember is that they always got to this solid start and then they fall apart. They're kind of like the Lions almost, right? Where the first few weeks they like, we, they trick. Disres- I think that's disrespecting the Raiders. Not re- it's not though. When you when you look at it, you're like, okay, well, the Raiders, you know, they're two and zero. They might be great, and then they fall apart and they finish like seven and nine or like eight and eight. It's kind of the same script every year. Maybe this year will be different though. I mean, I hope. I I mean, I listen. We're all fans of NFC teams. I love seeing new teams take over in the AFC. I always, it's nice to see some new faces over there. Like, I can root for the Raiders. I can root for teams out there in the AFC. And by the way, I think we can all agree, Big Ben is not the same Big Ben he once was. No. You should have retired. Seriously. That's, there's a reason Eli Manning's better than him. Okay. Big, Big Ben stinks. Oh, well, I was going to say, the Oakland Raiders defense looks really good. Yeah, they like, do. A lot better oh. from last year. Wait, Oakland Raiders, what team's that? Yeah, I've never Sorry, heard of Oakland Las- Raiders, Jeffrey. Sorry, Las Vegas Raiders. Guys, <laughs> I'm going to transition us to the Cleveland Browns and the Houston Texans. Now, i got to say something. People thought the Texans were going to be the laughing stock of the league. Tyrod Taylor was looking like an, like an amazing quarterback to start the season, and he's injured. They play with a lot of heart so far. Yeah, I'm liking they what, really I'm have. Seeing, what I'm seeing from the Texans. Like, like, I'm seeing a couple former Detroit Lions there. I'm seeing Andre Roberts. I'm seeing Danny Amendola. I love to see it. No, it, it, it's a nice core. I really like it. It would also be nice if Philip Lindsay could get some more carries, but that's another discussion. Um, <laughs> yeah, whatever. I feel bad for him. He, he's a. It's not like he's deteriorating as a player. He got screwed by them signing Melvin Gordon. Mm-hmm. It really made no sense. Like he was put. Like I mean, it made sense because Melvin's better, to be honest. But he's still like a very good running back. Hey, uh, and and over six hundred career touches though. No fumbles for Lindsey. That's what Saquon was doing until he fumbled. But, I mean, Saquon didn't get that far, but Saquon wasn't fumbling until he fumbled against Dallas that one game. Anywho, let's transition to the Denver Broncos and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Broncos are legit. That's all I got to say. Can we just talk yeah. about Teddy B? Can we just talk about Teddy B, bro? Love to see it. Two, two-glove Teddy? I mean, god damn. He is a star. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, top 10 quarterback by all stats so far. I mean, him and Daniel Jones have just been running the league so far. It's crazy. Um, he's been at <laughs> – well, PFF has Daniel Jones as the sixth great, highest-graded quarterback and on passes as the second-highest-graded quarterback. So the Daniel Jones disrespect does not exist. But Teddy, I mean, he's been balling, no turnovers, just beautiful football, 320, 328 yards, two tutties. Spreading the ball around, getting nine receptions to Sutton, really spreading the rock. This was basketball, getting everyone involved. You love to see it. Yeah, how about another former Detroit Lion, Marvin Jones, caught another touchdown shot to him. Yeah, and what about quarterback Kendall Hinton, Kendall Hinton catching the uh, reception? 
Yeah, apparently they had them play some defensive back in um in off season training camps and uh and LTA is my bad. Then play a little bit of a little bit of corner. Cool. I didn't know that. Thanks for telling me that, DG. Now, welcome. guys, we have to talk about who is seeing ghosts this week. It wasn't Sam Darnold. That's all I got to say. It was the guy on the other team. Yeah, apparently seeing, uh, apparently seeing ghosts is an actual term. It's not just like a meme. Apparently, it's like whenever the defense kind of like disguises what they're doing. Yeah. And it just t- it totally tricks the QB. So for the viewers at home, it's yeah. a legit thing. It's not just an internet joke. No, absolutely. But basically, Jameis Winston is, is the same quarterback. He's still good. I don't think Jameis Winston's bad. But we got to talk about something else. Darnold is playing like the quarterback everyone thought he would be. And the Jets should not have given up on Darnold. I was one of the people saying, Darnold, like my mom is a Jets fan. And I always said to her, listen, Darnold's that guy. He just needs time. I still think Darnold's that guy. And now he's that guy for the Carolina Panthers. So, CMC, yeah, he looks great so far. Yeah, CMC with another good game. Um, Darnold, great game. DJ Moore with a nice game. Robbie yeah. Anderson, I mean, I have in fantasy. He could probably catch a couple more balls. I'd appreciate it. But it's all right. Or get a haircut. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, for Jets fans around the world, week one, when Sam Darnold threw that touchdown to Robbie Anderson, oh, boy. Yikes. That was, Life in their heart. That was a big yikes. That was not enjoyable for Jets fans. I'm a Giants fan, so I didn't really care, but it was not enjoyable. Yeah, I've, not, I've never been a I've never been a Darnold guy. Even coming out of USC, I just thought he was kind of a loser. He's impressed me through two weeks. I'd like to see him keep it up. I'd love to no. be wrong. Let's talk about the Los Angeles Rams and the Colts. Stafford Wentz, who's now injured. But the the new free the new trade quarterbacks playing against each other, and the Colts team with high expectations starting out zero and two. How are we feeling? I think Matthew Stafford. I mean, he finally beat a good a good team. I mean, the Colts aren't incredible, but the Colts. I mean, they can definitely make the playoffs. Um, the interception he threw. I mean, that's a typical Stafford interception. You know, he he trusts his arm too much. He thinks he can make every throw. You're not that guy, pal. Um, I'm hearing it was tips, whatever. But he, th- he put in another sharp game, about 280 yards, two touchdowns. I'm like what I'm saying for sure from my guy staff. How are we feeling about Carson Wentz? Because I, I don't think he's good. I don't think he's playing necessarily bad. He's just not necessarily playing good. I also think, what's it called? I think the Colts' expectations shouldn't have been as high as they were going into the season. Even though, yeah, just like as a Giants fan, you can start 0-2 and still win the Super Bowl. So I'm not going to call their season after two games. That's they had a hard start. Two yeah, Car- NFC West teams. Continue. Carson Wentz is another guy I've just never been high on. I've never thought Carson Wentz was any good. Um, so I'm I'm not really surprised to see that he's underperformed the Colts. I just I don't think he's that good of a quarterback. You remember he had that great season. I still wasn't really sold on him. That's yeah. just me. I mean, listen, Jacob Eason is going to lead the Colts to the Super Bowl. Watch it. It's going to happen. I am a believer. 
I'll keep their I'll keep their receipt on that one. Yeah, write that one down. All right. All right, guys. <laughs> Let's talk about the Bills and the Dolphins. Now, I have was not very high on the Dolphins offseason, the way other people were. I felt like the Dolphins got a little full of themselves in the offseason, getting rid of Van Noy, um, almost having to trade um, Howard. Almost, do you guys know what I'm saying? The Dolphins treated themselves like they yeah. had just won the Super Bowl. <laughs> Like that's how I felt. That's how I felt their off season went. Two yeah, I mean, I, oh, you can you go, you go. I actually like what the Dolphins did though, picking up Wolf Fuller and Waddle. Although Fuller hasn't played a snap yet. Waddle was a great pick, like a great pick. Yeah. I wanted the Giants to get Waddle, but um, the Wolf Fuller pick was also nice. I think he's he's gonna play this week, right? You should. He he had a personal thing this week, so hopefully everything's yeah. okay there. Well, yeah, I hope everything is okay with him. Here's my thing. No matter how good a team is, you shouldn't be losing 35-0 in the NFL. Right. It shouldn't happen. I'm sure you guys agree. It's just not something you should that should be happening. So a 35-0 loss to a division rival, that's disgusting. John yeah, Allen, you can – Oh, continue. You, you can almost excuse the zero points thing given that their quarterback got hurt, but their defense getting up 35 is horrible. Right. And that's supposed to be the strong suit, one of the strong suits of the team. Now, Josh Allen hasn't looked so great. this. He's looked good, but he hasn't looked great to start the year. Like, what do His you think? His throws. His accuracy has gone down so much, considering the fact that his accuracy was so good last year. Like yeah, that. he's been missing a lot of passes. Listen, Danny Dimes has been outplaying him so far. Just saying. Anyhow, You're not wrong. Dude, yeah, Danny Allen's Dimes. been. Sorry, continue. Allen's been bottom ten in quarterback rating so far. He's got to pick it off. Yeah. All right, guys. Let's move on to the Patriots and Jets. The four interception performance of Zach Wilson. Now today, I was reading something. Today I was reading something about hmm, – oh, my God. So basically I saw a TikTok of this kid who was watching a, one of the plays from the All-22 film of the Jets-Patriots game where the whole entire line would br- completely broke down, right? The whole line completely broke down. And he just – he showed every single read getting messed. It was like – I don't know how to explain it. The TikTok went viral on Twitter, and it was it was just really funny. Uh, it was like showing how bad four interceptions, inexcusable picks by Zach. I mean, they weren't inexcusable. The team played inexcusably, and I wouldn't give up on Zach Wilson. That's what I have to say. And Nick Folk broke a Patriots franchise record. He's the former Jets kicker, by the way, against the Jets, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, do you guys have any opinions on the game? I mean. I think the only thing I could say is that the offensive line, you know, they need to gel together before they can really, like, be good. And the Patriots' defense is one of the hardest defenses to figure out as a young quarterback. So, you know, it's definitely hard to do. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you example, you. this is why the Giants didn't draft a quarterback in, like, 2016. 
You don't want to draft a quarterback to throw him behind and get killed. Mm-hmm. You just don't want to do that. That's just not what you want to do. It's not smart. All right, guys. Jeff, if I'm not mistaken, you were at this game. Yes, I was. The Bengals and the Bears. I'm going to let you talk about it because you were in the building. Um, first of all, I will say Andy Dalton for series, uh, the touchdown uh, to Allen Robinson was absolutely amazing. I thought they looked very nice. They couldn't get the run game going against this Bengals front, which is a little interesting considering the fact that the Bengals front is not that good. Um, they played a good week one against the Vikings, though. That's true. They did. They did do a good job there. But um, so maybe they're not that horrible. Maybe not. I thought Joey B did not look ter- terrible in the beginning, but not great. Um, and then, you know, he throws that, those three picks. And I'm a little... It was three consecutive picks, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, no. First, <laughs> one of them was to Roquan Smith. Everybody was <laughs> talking about Roquan Smith. Um, and then... He just went on a tear all of a sudden. And like, one of them, like, to be fair, one of them he was uh, he was getting sacked and the yeah, and his hand I'm got hit. You can't really put that on the quarterback. I'm not really put, I'm not putting that much on him. No, I'm just saying overall the stat line it, it just pops up as three picks. So right, exactly. And Burrow's right. been a guy who hasn't made that thrown that many picks overall, which is why it's a surprise against that line because he only threw five picks last year in the time we saw him. So yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm just I'm just confused because Justin Fields did not look good at all whatsoever. Yeah, he was kind of thrown in there with no real scripts. I mean you can you can excuse his performance. He'll be fine this week though. Yeah. Unbeliever. Okay, guys. We got I'm I'm gonna move us along here because I think we wanna get these done quicker. Falcons Bucks. Tom Brady is does not I, age. He's defying the laws of everything. I mean, Tom is just on another level in so many ways. It's it's actually insane. Five touchdowns, a ton of yards, Gronk getting two touchdowns, Mike Evans catching a couple. I mean, every, it, the Bucks are fun to watch. It's fun to watch the Bucks play football. <laughs> That's just yeah. Really- how about um? How about Mike? Ed, uh, what's his name? Mike Edwards having two pick sixes in consecutive possessions. That's crazy. That's the Buccaneers' safety for those at home that don't know. That defense is scary. I'm always terrified. Yeah. All right. Well, I, there really isn't much to talk about. It was the blowout. It got to a three-point game, and Tom was like, all right, screw this. <laughs> and that's really how it went. Vikings, yeah. Vikings Cardinals. Oh, my God. You guys are both NFC North fans. When the game was on the line, the Vikings need a field goal. I knew he was missing. I knew he was missing. I mean, yeah. (laughs) Everyone knew he was missing. Vikings don't kick field goals like that. It's not what we do. Yeah, quick shout-out to this Vikings fan that Jeff and I know. Shout-out to Zoobs. But uh, that's a tough loss. It really is. I feel for Vikings fans. Hey, Titan. roll the boat, though. Oh, sorry. And Kyler absolutely balled out. Titans, Seahawks. What are we thinking? Derrick uh, Henry might be the best back in the league still. It's I close. Think... I mean, pure running 
I mean, it's hard to pick anyone over Derrick Henry. Like, like I, I was having this conversation with my dad and my brother, and I want your guys' opinion. All the great running backs are in the NFC, except for Derrick Henry in the league. Most of the great running backs, at least. I mean, yeah. Like I'm that's, just that's pretty true. Like I feel like NFC teams are built different than AFC teams. I don't know how to explain it. Like they almost kind of are the way they're constructed. I feel like NFC teams focus more on the running back position. I don't know. Yeah, I, don't yeah, think they... I don't know if it's intentional, but it just turns out that way. Yeah, I was doing some thinking about Henry. I think Derrick Henry honestly is easily one of the best running backs I've ever seen. Like he's got to be in my top three or five guys that I've watched. I mean, listen, He's Eli, Manning is the, Eli Manning is the greatest running back I've ever seen. But, you know, Derrick Henry's got to be up there. All right. Let's talk about the horribly officiated game of the Cowboys and the Chargers. I want to kill whoever decided to referee that game. Because wow. Jer- well, Jerry Jones got the refs on payroll. so Seriously, on God. <laughs> it was so bad. Justin Herbert should have had, like, two more touchdowns. Hey, wait, wait a minute now. After after Jeff's comment, if one of those refs dies, Jeff, there's gonna be an, there's gonna be a visit to your home from the police. Yeah, I man. do not care. Ains is it's on the record the now. Ains is gonna answer the door and be like, "Hello," and you're gonna be like, and she's gonna be like, and "I'm gonna know exactly what, what, what it's about." What are you guys doing here? And and they'll be like, "Um, are you? Is this where Jeff Battle resides?" And they'll be like, "Yeah." They'll be like, "You're he's under arrest for the murder." Of whoever refs the game, it'll it'll be quite funny. Wow. Now, yeah. Okay. There really isn't much to talk about. Herbert looks good. Herbert's very good at football. Jeff, that's your guy. I'm gonna see him later this season. We'll see what happens there. Oh wait, we just. Talk. Oh my god, brain fart. Chiefs, Ravens. The balls of John Harbaugh. Yeah, seriously. Are big. <laughs> Got to trust your quarterback. Jason Garrett should learn that and. Yeah, shows what happens when you actually put trust in your team. Yeah, hundred percent. Super fun, super fun time, super fun game to watch. I'm so happy football's back. Yeah, the thing about Lamar Jackson that makes him so great is that he's better than ninety five percent of running backs in the NFL, and he's better than most quarterbacks just purely thrown. And you get them, you get them both as one player. That's what. That's why I think he's one of the most talented football players ever, for sure. Yeah, I mean, great game. There was a stat that came out. Lamar Jackson is the first player to have 200 yards, a passing touchdown, and 100 rushing yards, and a rushing touch, and two rushing touchdowns. Do you know who would have achieved that if the refs didn't take away a touchdown? I, I can guess. Is it Eli Manning? <laughs> Daniel Jones would have got that. Oh, if the rest didn't take it away. Oh, my fault. My fault. Yeah, yeah. I had a one. I had a one and two shot there. Yeah, obviously you're confusing them. They're both very fast. All right, guys. Right. I'm gonna let you guys take over for this segment. Lions, Packers. Jeff, you go first, and then DG will hear your thoughts to close on that. All, All right, right, let's do it. So okay, so I thought. Because I did not see the first couple of minutes, but uh, I got a little snapshots here and there of the game. And I will say there was a lot of the times where 
the corners were in coverage in the red zone and the lines were in a bunch of crossing routes of the outside receivers into the middle and the slot receivers would go outside and the cornerbacks would just get confused. Um, so Jared Goff easily figured that out. Um, I thought there was a lot of interesting stuff going on by um, – the Packers' defense line, like, we couldn't get any pressure on Jared Goff whatsoever, so it made it really hard in order to actually make him, like, hurry up his internal process. Um, and overall, like, I think as a Packers fan, like, I'm glad we got the dub, but it wasn't, like, an like, outstanding dub. You won by 18 points. Shut up. DG, what do you think? <laughs> Bro, I'm just It felt up. closer. It did, well, it did feel closer. But, Jeff... I think you can't say stuff like that around me and DG. You just can't. You can't make. I comments. understand it though, but like, you just can't. See, to me, I take a dub's a dub. But yeah, I see what you're saying. All right, DG, what were your thoughts? Well, I have a lot of them. The Lions is kind of my thing. Um, list them. All right. <laughs> all right. Quick breakdown. First was actually the game was was beautiful. Jared Goff going through his progressions, finding Quintez Cephas after the play kind of broke down. He just re-rotted him upfield, threw a perfect pass on Kevin King. That was phenomenal. That entire drive was a 10 out of 10. Our defense, though, yikes. Our defense definitely has a lot of holes. Um, Aaron Rodgers was picking on our linebackers all night long. He, he, threw, what, he threw four touchdowns with ease. Um, Jared Goff had a had a beautiful throw to TJ Hawkinson. That was just great placement there. Um, he had he had a step on the corner, and the safety wasn't going to get there in time, and he just put it in a perfect spot at the back corner of the end zone. Um, on one of the touchdowns, uh, it was to Robert Tanyan or Tanyan. My fault. Uh, I don't know if you noticed, Alan Lazard was wide open. He got uh, he got Parker completely turned around on a, a little on a little end route, but he. But Rodgers fired a perfect strike to, to Tunyon across the middle. Our safety, Tracy Walker, um, they were playing two, two, uh, two safeties up, and he just did not get there in time. Our coverage has to be better. We have more injuries to the secondary. I think it's going to be a long year in Detroit, 100%. Nice, nice. So here's what I think. I know my opinion isn't as important to you guys on this one, but I think the Packers are going to go 11-6, and six, and I think – the Lions are going to win more games than people think. And Jared Goff is a top 17 quarterback in the NFL. How many wins did the Lions finish with? I'm not telling you. But I'd say what? Eight, so, eight or eight. I could see. I really could see eight wins. Maybe I'm Madden. Nah, bro. I like Jared Goff a lot. and I, really I like do. him too. He played, played a good game. I mean... No, the I'm fumble, a, like, it was a wet field. The ball slips. I'll give him a break. I'm a believer, man. I'm yeah, a and believer. I don't, and, and I don't care if my quarterback throws an interception in garbage time when the game's over. Neither do I. All right, guys. It's time to close it out. Let's give our predictions for tomorrow's Thursday night football game, and we can go on with our nights. What do you guys think? Yeah, let's do it. All right, guys. Who do you got tomorrow? All right, for the viewers at home, the game is Panthers at Texans, Carolina favored by eight in Houston. I'm going Panthers, and I want them to cover the spread, too. I'll go 31-20. All 
All right, Jeff, what do you think? I'm, I'm agreeing with DG 100% right here. Panthers, I think they covered the spread. I think it would be probably 35 to 21. I yeah. have Darnold throwing four tutties, a pick, and it's going to be a lower yard four touchdown game. But it's going to be. It's going to be 400 yards. You know what I mean? Like, and not 400, four touchdowns, but it's going to be like a low yard game. I'm thinking 220 yards, four touchdowns, and a Panthers win by 11 points. That's what I think. Yeah, Pan- Panthers money line, minus 400, lock it in. Bet your you college it. fund on it. You heard it here first. DG, you don't – see, DG you... – never mind. <laughs> you go with the – would... never mind. Anywho, uh-huh. I <laughs> – Thank we'll never guys. know what he was going to say. <laughs> Thank you guys for tuning in to episode two of the Big Blue Podcast. Wonderful talking with you guys. We will speak next week, and the energy will be out next week. Adios, guys. Peace out.